Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to another Talking United Yellow Army podcast as we're only a couple of days away from the first friendly now, Rich. It's not far off, is it? It's not far off. Football re- recommences at Plainmore on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it's exciting. Exciting it times. Talking will play Hemel Hempstead on Saturday, as you already know. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. We've got much to discuss, as ever, on the podcast this week. We've got two separate chats with Gary Johnson. Yeah, one a bit longer, one short. So, yeah, yeah we'll, uh, we'll hear from him about... Uh, Mr Moxie joining us and also about the fixtures. And a little bit later on we'll run the rule over what uh, some of the other teams in the league have been doing. We'll chat about those fixtures in a very, very busy month ahead. Uh, and we'll talk about new signing. We weren't expecting a new signing this week. He came a little bit from out of the blue, didn't he? No, we weren't really expecting Moxie last week and then no. another new signing this week. I did talk to Gary this week. He gave me no indication there would be, but um, then why would he? Why would um, he indeed? And then I was knee-deep in, in putting the finishing touches to uh, the Express and Echo when it happened. So you kindly stepped in and put the story online. But um, yeah, so, so we'll talk about that as well. We will indeed. But first of all, uh, let's see what Gary makes of the fixture list. Home game. That's uh, that's not that that's what you'd want, isn't it? Yeah, that's always a good start. Um, but it's really now we team to focus on. That's uh, the main thing. You know, yeah. we've got some fixtures. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we want. <laughs> it's been a long um, time coming, isn't it? Uh, exactly. And also, uh, again, it's nice to be at home um, early early doors, and we're up against the bookies, one of the bookies' favourites. Yeah. So it's a, a good one to focus on and make sure that you're ready. Yeah, absolutely. A um, couple of decent uh, sort of Christmas festive New Year games. Uh, it was obvious we'd be playing Yeovil and, and uh, Weymouth, but Yeovil on Boxing Day is not bad. No, that's, well, we knew it would be that, and we got Weymouth sort of just that period as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's you know, it's a, a good Christmas schedule. Yeah. So when we get the... 6,000 people in our stadium. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when we get the people in the stadium yeah. being the big thing. I mean, today, obviously, exactly. the government are yeah. looking at exactly. some things. So. It's a good Christmas. I think, I think Easter involves Woking, some, you know, like at home. So that's a good one as well. well yeah, OK. Um, uh, but it, like you say, it does give you something to focus on. It gives you uh, something to, to work towards. And, and hopefully there'll be fans in the stadium. It's home game for the first game after like eight months or whatever it'll be of non, no football at Plainmore. So it's all good, isn't it? That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as I say, all we need now is a crowd and we've got, yeah. we got our game back, you know. So, and also, I mean, the thing is, at the, at the early stages of the season, nobody knows who the better teams are going to be. No, I would, uh, when, you, and, said, when you, know, you said Stockport being one of the favourites, I mean, how do people know that at the moment? It's such a well, different Well, they just do, with it? Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they've laid out a bit of money for, um, yeah. uh, you know, for uh, uh, signings. They, yeah. they took on some good signings um, and have made no secret of the fact that they're, you know, they need to win the league. <laughs> Is it Rooney's gone there, did I see? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. went there, so for him to come out of going into the league with Barrow yeah. and dropping down again to Stockport. And of course, you know, they, um, you, you know, they must have 
showered in with uh, yeah <laughs> what they call it showered in with you know presents yeah yeah indeed so an interesting fixture list as Gary says it's good to start with Stockport they are among the bookies favourites aren't they they are um, they spent well I think is uh, yeah. is the best way to describe it whether they will have spent well if they don't go up at the end of the season is another matter. I think uh, I think they, 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 they pushed the boundaries, let's say, and they probably need to go up after spending like they have. They've certainly spent plenty. We'll come to that a little bit later on, but let's have a look at that first month in a bit more detail then. Saturday, October the 3rd, home to Stockport. Yeah. Great start. That's well, home game as well, game. which home is nice. Game. Whether there'll be a crowd there is... It's an ongoing issue, but... Um, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because if you did have a crowd in, you'd expect a big crowd for that. I mean, yeah. A, they're among the favourites. B, it's the first game of the season. C, it's the first game anybody's seen since goodness knows when. D, they w- would bring quite a they few would. themselves, I would yeah. have thought. Yeah, yeah, in an ideal world, it would be... Um, there'd be four and a half thousand in there in an ideal world, wouldn't there? But let's see what we can do. <clears throat> then the, f- the next Tuesday, on October the 6th, away at Eastleigh. So yeah. a, a decent, a bit of a road trip... Yeah. Fans will like that. Eastleigh's not a bad trip. Then away at Bromley on the following Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and then Tuesday, October the 13th is the next home game. Home to Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, they'll be among the contenders. They should they should have been among the contenders last year. They should have been. They? I think they found it tough. And, and doesn't that happen quite often? Some teams come down and go straight back up. Yeah. Other teams come down and don't necessarily, I think, understand the quality that they are coming into mm. and and don't, don't quite make it up make it make the adjustments in the first season That's so it. playing Chesterfield early in the second season might be an interesting one it's as Gary says isn't it it's very much league three now um, yeah you know there isn't much difference if any at all between the top end of the national league and the bottom end of league two indeed um, so that, they're going to find that tough another home game on Saturday October the 17th home to Dover yeah that's always a good game. Dover are always good opponents. They've been at this level quite a while now, yeah. haven't they? Uh, and then it's the Emirates FA Cup fourth qualifying round on October the 24th. Which that's is where the moment, we come in, isn't That's it? right. The moment the talkie come into the competition, obviously the competition is ongoing at the moment. We're into the... This tomorrow, well, what day is it? It's Thursday. Thursday. It's always Thursday, podcast day. Uh, so Saturday is the preliminary round. Yeah. Then there's the... Uh, first, first qualifying, qualifying round, round, second qualifying round, third qualifying round, and then the fourth qualifying Talk round is arrive. the moment that the National League uh, teams enter the competition. Let's use this as an opportunity to wish Newton Abbott Spurs all yeah. the best then on yeah. Saturday. They're at home to Lark Hall Athletic they uh, are. at the Rec on Saturday afternoon. If you can't get in at Plainmore for the Hemel Hempstead friendly, which every there. likelihood is that you won't, then Newton Abbott Spurs is as good a place as any to watch Absolutely. a football match yeah. uh, and give them a cheer for us in the FA Cup. And then there's one more game to come. Oh, sorry, there's two more games to come in October. Uh, on Tuesday, October 27th, we're away at Aldershot. Yeah. Again, always a popular trip with the Yellow Army. It's always a good game up there. It's always a lively atmosphere. Um, and there's a cracking pub, the Crimea, just outside the <laughs> ground, which is always very welcoming for football fans. Uh, and then Halloween on Saturday, October the 31st, the long haul to Hartlepool. Yes, a long away trip. The so first, long away the first trip. long, long away trip. I mean, you know, obviously, Bromley and, and Eastleigh aren't close, but uh, Hartlepool is a bit further, a bit further afield. But what a month that is! There's eight games. In eight the games, first month. only three home games, mm. uh, unless Torquay get drawn at home in the FA Cup. That's a that's a 
that's a big ask, isn't it? Yeah. For a squad. I mean, Gary's got a good squad. He's got a big squad now. But that's a big ask for a squad. <clears throat> when you realise that new signing Dean Moxie is going to miss the game at home to Stockport and the away trips to Eastleigh and Bromley, he won't play until the Chesterfield game. He'll be game. available for the Chesterfield game. That's yeah. right. Um, Interesting so that's, stuff. That's a big month. Let's look a little bit further down into the season then. Um, we've got, I mean, the, the, the Christmas period is exciting, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, well, we, we, we knew we'd get Yeovil and, and, and um, Weymouth during that period. Yeah. We didn't know what order, but now we do. I mean, basically, it's the same as last season, except that Weymouth have taken the place of Woking yes. in the middle. So, I mean, we're at home to Yeovil on Boxing Day, which will be a cracker. Away at Weymouth on Monday, December the 28th, which isn't a bad trip up the coast. <clears throat> and then away at Yeovil on Saturday, January the 2nd. Yeah. Hopefully no repeat. Actually, the Yeovil games are the other <laughs> way round than they were last season. Yeah. We were away first, weren't we? That uh, miserable boxing game <clears throat> at Yeovil. And then there's an interesting uh, Easter fixture. Yes. Um, Woking at home on Easter. Fantastic. Yeah, that will be a that'll be a big 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 seller, will not it? And then we finish the season. Um, it's the last few games. May. Let's look at the games in May. Then May the first home to Eastleigh. Monday, May the 3rd, which is bank holiday, away at Chesterfield. Then, providing we're not in the FA Trophy final, we're at home to Bromley on May the 8th. Providing we're not in the FA Cup final... I was hoping you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) We're away at Stockport on May the 15th. Then we finish home to Barnet, May the 22nd. Away to Altrincham for the last game of the season... On May the 29th. It's going to be a long season, isn't it? All the way through to May the 29th. Yeah, long season with games squashed in a bit bit closer together than they, they normally are, obviously, because we're two months of the season down from normal. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it all works. And, I mean, to just look in there on the screen, Kings Lynn Town at home on March the 20th. It'll be good to see some new teams. Good to get some uh, ma- uh, maiden header there as well. Well, that's as long as we're not in the sixth round of the FA Cup. <laughs> I like your optimism. I do very much like your optimism. But uh, I fancy an FA Cup run this year. Be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, we 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 do yeah. one surely. We have to be. Well, we shall see. But I mean, that's your fixtures. The fixtures are available on Devon Live. They're available on Talker United uh, Club website. They're in the the Herald Express this week. They are. Have a look at them. <coughs> crunch the numbers. Plan yep. your away trips, and yep. uh, it's not far away now. You had a second chat uh, with I Gary did. Johnson this um, week. I had the the second chat. First, um, I I always give Gary a ring uh, on Tuesday morning uh, because that's when I'm putting the Herald Express together. And then obviously we had a chat about Dean Moxie and about uh, the the first home friendly. And then the second chat that I had, which was the first chat that we heard earlier on, not to confuse (laughs) everyone, um, was when the fixtures came out just after one o'clock. So so this chat is uh, is with Gary, and we'll start talking about uh, Dean Moxie, the signing of Dean Moxie. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, as I said, bad, good news and bad news, really. Because, yeah. You know, you, you don't really want to lose, lose Liam, and, you know, we worked very hard, um, and, the consult, you know, he's had several consultants, uh, had a look, that sort of stuff. But um, it, it's just going to be... Too long to wait, really, at the moment. You know, yeah. we felt that um, you know we needed we needed to bring someone in, and Dean Moxie. Uh, the timing of it all was, you know, he was uh, he had a couple of other offers. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we came in, and it just 
suited him. You know, he, he knows how we play because we played in pre-season. Yeah. He, he knew Gary Warren, so Gary, you know, had a chat with him as well. And, um, you know, obviously Gary Warren had already signed for us. I had a chat with him and uh, he looked in good nick, very good nick, actually. Good, and, good. Um, yeah, so it was a it was a really good signing at, at that point, sort of thing. But, um, you know, I said, you know, like with, with, with Liam... It's a matter now that there's no rush. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? We can get him right because it's a, it's a quality of life as well. You know, when your ankles had a, the trauma that, it's had, that it had. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we can give him a little bit of time to, you know, get his ankle back to normal um, and then rehabilitate football-wise. Absolutely, sort of yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... It, 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 you know, he'll be back at some point, but... Uh, you but know, you're not going to rush him now? No, no, you can't. You, you can't. He's got that sort of injury that you, you can't sort of rush, really. It's like one step at a time, if you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. OK. Would, would you... I mean, I guess you'd looked at the idea of bringing in Dino anyway, because you would have looked at all the players Exeter had released and, uh, and made decisions on them. Yeah, we, 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 we did. I mean, you know, I think at the time there was a lot of stuff on our website about Dean Moxie, wasn't yeah, there? But, yeah. um, you know, very difficult to, to, to be able to sustain two, two players that would be regular people in your first team. Now, the, the, obviously the thing is uh, Dean can play sort of left centre-back, he can play anywhere, really. Do you yeah, know what I mean? He's yeah. got experience to be able to play anywhere. So we could have done... But you know, we had a we had a budget, we had a, a commitment to the ones that we we already had, um, and it was only when this, of course, I would have loved to have taken them in a, in a perfect world, but this was needs must in the end. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, it was something that we we had to do, and once again, you know, as I said, the board of directors have always been very supportive in that when when you've got a good argument. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, and he's got premier, premiership pedigree as well, isn't he? Absolutely. He's got unbelievable yeah. pedigree and unbelievable experience. And just the fact that, you know, the, lad, uh, the lads knew that, you know, Liam w- was being, you know, like um, replaced for the time being, but not for the time being, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Not replaced, that's not fair. Though. No, I know but, what you mean, yeah. But, you know, somebody coming in for Liam... Um, with that amount of experience, everybody knows him. And, uh, you know, so it, it gave them confidence that, you know, we wasn't um, lessening our quality in the team. Yeah. In being in, you know what I mean? Uh, right. and, and I guess in some ways, you know, being so far away from other teams or major cities can be a bad thing at times, but in this case, it's probably a good thing. Well, exactly. Um, obviously, when, when a player makes his mind up as to where he goes, as we've talked about before, there's a million reasons why they go somewhere, yeah. you know, and, and they have to assess it um, themselves. So, yeah, this is one that we probably, obviously, location-wise, yeah. was, uh, was a perfect scenario. And, uh, you know, but you've got to be ready because there's other teams in this area. Yeah. You know, Within a you know an hour's drive or so, yeah. we could have been through. But um, I'm pleased to say that you know we 
we got the timing right for ourselves. Okay, um, on to training and, and a forthcoming friendly. Um, how's it all going? Yeah, it's going all right. I mean, um, pre-season always you have to sort of build up the uh, players to their almost, not to their limit, but you're pushing them to their limit. Otherwise, how do they get fit? You know, they yeah. can't keep playing within themselves. Um, so you have to push them a little bit. So you do get little niggles and everything, um, but that's just normal in pre-season. Um, so, we're, you know, we have to see what team we're going to pick on uh, on Saturday. All the squad, uh, the, the, all the ones that are fit will, will play a part. Um, and it's really our first competitive game. Yeah. So it's one where it's good to get that competitiveness now. In fact, they're all they're all bursting for a competitive yeah. game at the moment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Is it starting to feel normal again? No, it's still a lot of um, <laughs> yeah. protocol that you still got to keep an eye on, and we, we don't want to relax anything, you know. No. Uh, you know, George Edwards um, is is very strong on us making sure that we do everything correctly. Yeah, and you only need right. to look at the the rising numbers in the country, don't you? And uh... well, exactly, exactly. And um, you know, we we so you still have to have on on the pitch is pretty much similar. You know, when it's training, because you can have to, uh, contact now, and you can you know get involved in those sort of things, but straight away as soon as they come off the pitch then there's got to be that two metre yeah. stuff you know the boys have to still go home to shower yeah. um, they have to come in in their own car um, they have to uh, wait until they've had their temperature taken wait in their car in the car park right. temperature taken right. and, they filled, and they filled in a wellness form right. in the car park <laughs> so you know, and if there's any any problems, then of course um, they have to be sent straight home. And are you having your temperature taken every day? Sure. Are you having your temperature taken? Sorry, mate. Are you having your temperature taken regularly as well? Of course. Yeah. yeah all, all the staff, you know, we're all having our temperatures taken, and we we fill in the wellness forms as well. Yeah. Of course. You know, we, yeah. We, we, we all do, and. Uh, and quite rightly too. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, obviously, at the moment, we're not using the changing room, so all the boys have got their own chair. <laughs> all, their, <laughs> all their equipment is in their own box, their own water bottle. Yeah. Um, their own, you know, uh, so, so it's far it's, from normal. It's actually as far from normal, except when you get on the pitch. Yeah, and it's yeah. a little bit more normal. So as Gary says, all we need now is a crowd. All we need now is a crowd. Um, and uh, if you'd asked me last week, I would have said, yes, we'll have a crowd on October the 3rd. Yeah, now who knows? Now who knows? There's new, uh, there's new guidelines, aren't there? In fact, laws uh, about people uh, getting together in groups of six. Um, there, were, there are exemptions in... Um, Organised sporting events, yeah. I think, is one of the exemptions. However, saying that, um, these test crowds that they, they've been having, uh, the St Ledger meeting this week at Doncaster was supposed to be one of those, yeah. the horse racing yeah. meeting. That's now behind closed doors again. Yeah. So it's it's two steps forward, one step back. But that's, that's how it's going to be, isn't it, for a while, I think. Somebody was saying on Twitter yesterday that if 
if they're genuinely saying that you can't get larger groups together and they're thinking again about opening up sports fixtures, teams in the National League cannot play without crowds because well, it's not economically viable. It's not economically viable, but they're going to have to if it happens. Yeah. And I, I don't want to sound harsh, but if you can't afford it, what are you going to do? Well, yeah, We've got to follow the rules. Unless you're a conspiracy theorist, which I'm not, you have to follow the rules that the government set out because, you hope, because, you know, they, they're there for the right reasons. Accepting Keep people all, safe. Accepting all that, I completely agree with you, but do you then delay the start of the season again? Well, um, I don't think you can because uh, I don't think you can squeeze the season in. You can squeeze it any more than it already no, is. No, because... Um, I mean, the cup fixtures, the, the, the sensible thing to do maybe would have been to suspend the FA Trophy for a year. Yeah. I think, I think um, one, of the, one of the main things to come out of the reopening of crowds at non-league football and such like is that people do seem to respect it. Mm. You know, they don't yeah. stand right next to each other like they used to. Um, you, as you're walking around the ground, you are doing that little arc around each other yeah, rather than true. brushing yeah. shoulders. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't you wouldn't deem to sort of stand face to face with someone and have a chat. You know, you, you stand yeah. back. We're all learning, aren't we? And 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 these are things that you were doing before the outbreak that caused the massive outbreak. Yeah. Um, so we are we are we have all altered the way we we live. Um, and I think um, if 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 they do allow crowds back into national league stadiums in, uh, and. Um, championship stadiums in the next couple of months or whatever then uh, then they'll do it they'll do it with that in mind yeah yeah um, that, that people are aware and especially if they if, if they've been given the opportunity to get back into grounds then you have to treat that with with a kind of responsibility don't you exactly people have to take some responsibility yeah. for their own actions now don't yeah. they otherwise um otherwise a lockdown will follow and I mean uh, I, I, I suspect you'll get you know that uh, um, temperature gauge gun to your head as you go in. The people, if if you if you got a temperature that day, what a what are annoying. How annoying would that be? To Absolutely. Get, refuse entry to play more because your your temperature's a bit high. We, the um, the walking football went back last night. Talking United walking football is active again. Okay. Uh, and I have to say that the guys from the community uh, trust were brilliant last night. We Good all stuff. had to register in. We were all zapped with a. You were zapped, were you? So you're all right, are you? Yeah, I'm good. good. Everybody was I'm fine. Glad to hear it. Uh, all measures. We didn't even have to go around and pick the cones up afterwards because really? they did that themselves. And they were clean very them. keen. Yeah. yeah, very keen that we shouldn't do that. Excellent so, stuff. Okay. All very well done. So yeah, let's let's you know look forward to the games. Uh, Talking play Hemel Hempstead on Saturday, as Gary said, we'll be hoping to bring you coverage of that. But as yet, we don't know how we're going to do it. Do no, we? Uh, the club I think are still thinking about how that might happen. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll keep you posted with uh, with what we're going to do, what the club are going to do, and obviously we'll fall in with whatever. The club if we're not there, we'll do. be a new nabbit, I think. <laughs> we'll indeed. <laughs> There'll be football of some kind for us on Saturday afternoon. Uh, one of the players who's almost certain to get a game for Torquay against Hemel Hempstead on Saturday is a new signing, Josh Umera. Now you're going to have to tell me about him because I was, uh, as I said, I, I, I was writing about Exeter City managing to get a, a 3.5 million windfall. Uh, while, another one. Uh, another yeah, one. Another one. As if they while, needed uh, another one. Yeah. Ollie Watkins was born in Torquay, yeah. so yeah. we shouldn't take we, we we shouldn't think that Exeter didn't didn't 
you know, deserve that money because they took him from Torquay yes, they did. and they yeah. made him into the player that he was and they, they got 1.8 million when he went to Brentford and now they've got 3.5 since his 28 million pound move. pound move to Villa. To and Villa. That's, that's Villa's record signing. I hadn't realised that. Is it really? Yeah, he well, is, he scored yeah. some goals in the championship, but yeah. let's face it, he is from Torquay. So we yeah. missed out there. He's one of our own, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, like, um, like, like Kiefer Moore, We're like Callum have... Morton. Yeah. Uh, he's one of our own and um, slipped through the net, but there yeah. you go. Um, yeah, best wishes to Ollie Watkins. I mean, my family, uh, my household is full of Villa fans, so we'll be watching Oh, him of course it is, closely, yes. Yeah, yeah, closely yeah. anyway. But yeah, Josh. He's, he's a good signing for them, I think. I think he yeah, is, yeah. yeah. I think he is. He'll get goals there. Yeah. You look forward to seeing him leaking, linking up with Jack Grealish if Jack Grealish stays. Three point um, five million extra city though. Yeah, oh, what, what will they do with all that money? Well, apparently yeah. they, they've been they've been talking up about how they're going to have to be careful with their finances this year. Yeah. Um, and uh, Dan Clark did do a quick interview, last minute interview, because it only happened on Wednesday morning, and the Express and Echo deadline is Wednesday afternoon with Julian Tag, um, uh, and he. He, you know, he indicated that some of it might have to go into the infrastructure of the club rather yeah. than into players. So we shall see. Well, as you say, good for them. They took a chance on Ollie mm. uh, when we didn't and uh, reaping the benefits mm. now. And good for him. OK, a player that we've picked up then, Josh Umera, 23 years old. OK. He is. He's a product of the Charlton Athletic Academy. So okay. he's, played, you know, he's played around London. He's a lad from Catford. Uh, played around London. Um, good schooling at the Charlton Academy. He's been out on loan. He played four games for Kilmarnock okay. up in the Scottish Premier. Got a lot of Scottish connections this we year, have, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he didn't score up there, but he had a loan at Wickham Wanderers where he scored twice in six, ga- six games. Is that last season? No. Uh, he went to Boreham Wood and right. scored six goals in 20 there. Okay. And then last season, uh, he was Ebbsfleet. Okay. Right. He scored 16 goals in 30 games for Epsley, wow. including two against us. Okay. Uh, when we won 4-2 up there last October, the two Ebsfleet goals were both 16 scored 16 goals Josh. in 30 games? 16 in 30 games. Wow. So he knows where the goal is. 23. We 23 might win at the right time, aren't we? I think we might. Yeah. And you can imagine that uh, Gary and Aaron will be really looking forward to working with him because mm. he's obviously got in massive potential. Yeah. And he adds to an already strong squad. He adds to an he already does. strong I mean, forward We thought we'd done it 20, but Moxley and him have come in since. Yeah. So We've got uh, forwards in... Um, with three new forwards in, haven't we? Three, yeah. three yeah. players that you would consider first-team choices, really, I guess. So Gary's got some choices <coughs> to make. It'll be interesting to see them get a run out yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, it will be. See what they do, see how yeah. they play it. Um, yeah. I think that's a great signing. Yeah. And it came from a completely out of the blue for us, didn't completely it? Completely out of the blue. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not second-guessing Gary anymore. <laughs> I don't think it's possible to do no, that. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's an addition to our squad. We've had a little bit of a look around the rest of the uh, National League uh, while we've still got <coughs> your attention. Uh, that This was prompted, really, by a lovely quote that Gary <laughs> made, and you'll have heard it just now. Stockport County have picked up John Rooney. They have. Brother of Wayne. He Brother at, of Wayne. He was at Barrow last year. Yeah, he's been around the non-league scene for some, some years. He's a decent player. Yeah, he was a big star at Barrow last yeah. year. Uh, played well, scores goals, and Gary's line was, well, they must have showered him with presents. I don't think he means it literally, obviously. <laughs> I don't want to get the, the, the lawyers involved, but what he was saying was they, they, they must have pushed the boat out a bit yeah, to exactly. get him. Because, you know, he won promotion to the, uh, the Football League with Barrow. And he stayed in the National League yeah. with, um, with, with Stockport. 
Gee. I think it's probably... Uh, uh, are they not from Stockport area, the Roonies? Um, I think they are, yeah. Yeah, Greater so Manchester area. he may well... I mean, I mean, a lot of those those big players live in that area around there, don't they? The Cheshire area and Merseyside area. They do. And he's just one of the acquisitions that Stockport... They picked up a goalkeeper by the name of Josh Barnes, who's been at Derby. Okay. He's been in the academy at Derby. Uh, and an ex-Fleetwood defender called Macaulay Southam Hales. Oh, him. Macaulay Sattenhales, <laughs> who, uh, uh, to be honest, if he plays, he's going to be a nightmare for those of us trying to type quickly without making mistakes. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? When you, you look at these players that people have signed, you actually look at them from that point of view. You think, How's it going to, how long is it going to take me to, to type To write that? that, yeah. Let's hope he falls into the Giancarlo Gallifuoco um, mm. trap where he's not actually as difficult to type as you might think. It's, not, it's, it's easier to type than to say. <laughs> It is a little look at who else has uh, been snapped up. Bromley have picked up the ex-Walsall defender, Corey Roberts, okay. a decent player, and a midfielder called Liam Trotter, who's formerly Wimbledon, Bolton and Millwall. He's been around a bit. Okay. Uh, he's a good player. Yeovil have picked up a former goal. They've picked up Daniel Ledbetter. Have they? He's on okay. a season's loan from Newport County. Right. So uh, we all know what a good player he is. Ebbsfleet have picked up a player called Rakish Bingham, who's ex-Dundee United. Uh, surprising how many players, as you said, in the National League who've plied their trade in Scotland. Mm. And quite um, a high level in Scotland yeah. as well. Yeah. The, the team, players seem to be able to make the transition between Scottish Premier and National League. I mean, yeah. Ryan Bowman was the, yeah. the, the big example of that. Um, yeah, that seems to be, I'm not saying they're at the same level, but they seem to be able to make that jump yeah. fairly, uh, fairly comfortably. And a player called Jack Paxman, who was a midfielder from Billericay. I have no <coughs> idea if he's any relation of Jeremy. <laughs> who knows? They can't be made. He's, he's a J Paxman. He's a J Paxman. Notts County have picked up an interesting player, a Belgian striker called Elisha Sam, who's been playing in Bulgaria. I can, I can spell Sam. I can you write can, that you out You can quickly. manage that. You yeah. only need to write the Christian name once. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Elisha or Elisha Sam, who's been playing in Bulgaria. And Weymouth have picked up three interesting players, actually. Players that we'll all be fairly familiar with. Uh, former Torquay player, Miles Anderson. Oh, is it Weymouth? Is, is it, it Weymouth? Okay. He's gone to the Terrors. Uh, a Brazilian player who was at Bristol Rovers, Yeovil and Aldershot, Alefi Santos. Okay. Uh, who's a name that we've come across yeah. before playing against us. And uh, Cody Cook, who played a lot of games for Truro. He was a big star at Truro. Big star at Truro. He uh, went to St Mirren. He did. Uh, and he's now at Weymouth. He he went to St Mirren um, season before last. I don't know how many yeah. games he played for them. Uh, but, uh, I yeah. did not write that down. I missed that. Talented player at Truro. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he does in mm. the National League again. Uh, I'm trying to remember if he left before they had their season in the National League. I think he might have. Yeah. I think he might have been at... Uh, he didn't play at Playmore then. He no. Wasn't, um, no. I think he might have been at... Uh, 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 at Truro the year they won promotion yeah. and then he went to St Mirren and wasn't in that National League team but a uh, good player apparently good player so that's I mean that's <clears> some <throat> of the players that have been picked up there have doubtless been others that was just a quick whiz through the internet this morning to yep. see what's going on I think, I think Weymouth might be decent Yeah, I like the look of Weymouth they've got a new manager as well whose name escapes me uh, a chap who's been at Bournemouth for a long time yeah, they have. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name either, but yeah, you're right. They have taken on a. I think he was one of the coaches at Bournemouth, yeah. wasn't he? So um, they're under new management. They've obviously spent some money. They've yeah. got some good signings there. 
Um, and it'll be nice to have another competitive local derby. There's yeah. Torquay, Yeovil, Weymouth in this league now. Weymouth at home, April the 10th. I can see it on my screen. Yeah, yeah. and away, the trip up to Weymouth on the 28th of December. Yeah. So it's a long time since, until we play them, actually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But we don't actually play them until almost New Year. Uh, New Year, and it'll be interesting to see where they are, won't it? Because, I mean, we, we, always, we always speculate how this team and that are going to do at the start of each season, but you never know, do you? No, you don't. I'm Barrow sure. going up wouldn't yeah. have been one of our uh, one of our suggestions. I don't think at the start of last season. One of the teams that comes in at the bottom end or comes in from the lower divisions always charges through, don't yeah. they? Yeah. And you just get the feeling it might be Weymouth this season. It's going to be interesting to see who comes second to Torquay anyway, isn't it? It is indeed. I love your optimism. <laughs> though, should I have to say. So I mean, we've <clears> raced <throat> through the podcast today because we're excited about football returning. We are. We're hoping to be there on Saturday to see the first game at Playmore, but if we're not, we'll uh, find a way of covering it for yeah. you. Uh, and then it's uh, it's downhill all the way to the start of the season on the third. Yeah, we get on we get on the skateboard at the top of the hill, and uh, and we, we we get off of it at Altrincham on uh, May the twenty third. May, May the twenty ninth. May the twenty ninth. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a, an interesting ride. Stick with us through the, the pre-season, stick with us through the season, then the Yellow Army podcast will be coming to you every week, as we have done all the way through lockdown. Absolutely. But, it's been a, um, it, it's nice to be talking about games again, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And with any luck, uh, in next week's podcast, we'll have some actual football to talk about. Absolutely. Thank you very much for joining us. Been a strange podcast today, two different chats with Gary, but I hope we've ticked your boxes and whetted your appetite for the football ahead. Uh, and in the meantime... Come on, you yellows. yellows.